Maya Splaining is the podcast where Maya explains a TV show after having watched only the pilot and finale. She hasn't seen any other episodes and has done zero research. With the help of a special guest expert, Maya will get to the bottom of your favorite shows. Today, Maya explains The Office. And welcome to... Sorry. That sounded so artificial. Um, hi there, guys. This is Maya. Um, I want to keep that blooper in. Uh, I just started a new job, and I have this... I have to do this new customer service voice, and I accidentally used that on you. You don't deserve that. And I'm sorry. But you are listening to Maya Explaining, and I am here with my illustrious and other things host co-host producer <laughs> no i'm so sorry guys i'm so tired i'm so tired my new shift starts at 3 a.m so i wake up at 1 30 in the morning now so it is late in the day for me um late in the day it's noon it's just after 12 noon but i'm here with a dare and we are here to talk about the office Yes, I'm here physically, not mentally. Oh. But at least I don't have that beer virus everyone's been talking about in your neck of the woods. Yeah, um, I've been cleaning a lot at work. Like, it's all I do. I mean, I am a cleaner. That is my job. But also, like, any time somebody touches something, it's cleaned. Yeah, it's my suitcase for today is pretty hilarious. There's a lot of Clorox bleach wipes. Um, not that anyone needs to know about and that. Plastic gloves. You should be wearing gloves. Yeah, I, I do. I do have a pair of plastic okay. gloves and a, a mask, um, and a lot of hand sanitizer because you know why not? Why not? I'm just when when you're going into the Great White North and into what appears to be the American epicenter of uh, the COVID nineteen virus. Yeah. It's better safe uh, yeah, than sorry. Yeah, it's questionable. Honestly. It is better safe than sorry. So uh, the th something that did not make you ill was this episode and the lovely guest host you had, yes. Courtney Curry. She's so fun. I yeah, really you guys like are delightful her. together. You, uh, She and Cameron, I think, might be tied for my favorite rapport you had. And... Uh, yeah, I, I always love when there's a, someone who has a podcast because their audio quality is mint when they uh, when they've had when they've already done a yeah, podcast. Yeah, they know exactly. They understand. Yeah, it's much more fun to edit. For me. <laughs> um, yeah, and also no one's sick right now. I mean, here's hoping. Uh, so there was less coughing and everything. So it was a nice clean uh, episode to edit. Well, you're welcome. But Maya. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? The, as as a producer, these are the actual things I think about. But it was also a delightful listen. Do you want to let me know? Like, are, 
you're you've had some time to marinate on this this very infamous TV mm-hmm. show. Are you going to watch it? You know, really, I have to say, eh, why not? I mean, it's a pretty easy show to watch. I mean, the last few seasons, I could say you probably, yeah, you don't it's need not, to get super it's invested. Not, it's not as bad as I thought it was It was originally because I was being a snob. Um, I liked, as yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. So, um, yeah, I have no problem watching that show. And I think um, just casually hanging out and watching it is probably my go-to. I'm not going to go, like, the way of Dan and just put it on in the background. I will actually watch it because I... Maybe you'll watch it tomorrow. Do you have any plans tomorrow? Um, Let's see. It's my day off. So I thought I would take a bus to Seattle and uh, visit with uh, an old pal. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. It's very similar to what I'm doing, except I'm getting on a plane. And and you're flying, and then you're going to hang out with uh, an old pal? Yeah. Yeah. I would say they're they're young, but you know, yeah. Aw. Yeah. That's sweet. You're like, you're still old. So, Maya, any takeaways you're from watching? Than me. Yeah, any take. That's not accurate at all. No, it's uh, not. Any takeaways from watching the premiere and the finale of The Office. Anything, anything that you've thought about since you've talked to Courtney about it? Any curiosities? Anything you want to share with the peoples? Now, I gotta say that I really feel like this show has a lot more substance to it than I originally thought. I, yeah. I did think it was like stupid, dumb, shallow office humor that I would not be interested in. And that is not the case. Um, it, it people have layers on this show, they're and like they onions. grow. Yeah, they're like perfect. Sometimes they do weird shit, and like I will state, there are some episodes of that show that I cannot watch. They there are, are they make me physically uncomfortable. Like it goes a little too far, and people have even said like there are just certain episodes that are cringeworthy, and there are certain episodes that I will watch on and on and on and on again and cry. About so each. horror movie for me. There's a, a I get the horror movie reaction to watching awkwardness. It makes me yeah deeply uncomfortable. Um, and like I just want to cover up my head, and I think that's because of my own uh, fear of embarrassment. Yeah, it's 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 rough. <laughs> yeah, so I know that that's coming. Out. I mean, there's there was so much of that in that first episode uh, with with. Um, yeah, and you get to see Steve Carell has quite the little glow up. He is definitely one of those people that ages. He's like a fine wine or a cheese. He is. Or Paul Rudd. Um, He's like a, a, Paul, a fine Paul Rudd. I can imagine, though, that that final episode, not as emotional for you. Um, like Parenthood, I felt some emotion. Uh, mm-hmm. I did get a little, a little, you know, eye leaky. Yeah. I will say for, as a person who watched that when it aired, there had been a lot of questions on whether or not Steve Carell was going to come back for that episode. And then he did. And, and he I did, knew that that was but important. Like, yeah. And so that was very, yeah, exactly. It was very important. It was, it was 
it was owed to the fans because we stuck it out for a season that probably shouldn't have happened. Like Fair there's enough. been lots of talk of, you know, it really should have ended. Um, spoiler, because you haven't seen it. It should have ended with the uh, Jim and Pam's wedding like that made sense. And when wasn't you wasn't that several years before. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. What I already I knew they were getting married because yeah. I saw the last episode and they yeah. were married and had a house and kids. Yes. Two so kids. I assumed that one episode had to do with their wedding. Maybe? Yes. Two. Two episodes. Um, oh. So, yeah. And I think that then they could have done like maybe a like a movie sort of thing, but and just wrapped up all the other like, storylines. But like really, that was a great that was a great ending. That would have been a, in a movie. Yes. What we didn't achieve with uh, community. So yeah, um, anything else you want to share? Any thoughts? Any any flavors? Uh, let's see. I I was surprised, like, and I'm still really surprised that I don't have any negative feelings towards the office now. Yeah. Um. Now that said, I still actually haven't watched any of the episodes, but my boyfriend made a made a uh an office like joke reference and mm-hmm. i got it and i was like oh i get that i get that and you know what you can take that with you it was like from the very first episode when well, it's a when he, he he does like this six million dollar man thing i think and uh yes yeah and and adam did that and i was like oh, i know what that is i mean i also knew what the six million dollar man was though because I did see that show. But yeah, I'm just, I'm blown away that I don't, now that said also, I don't love this show. I don't. Yet? Maybe? So maybe we'll have to do a follow-up after you've watched the whole season. Or sorry, after you've watched the whole series. And it's like we just can, the season. And you, and you can, and you can then Say whether or not I, I love it. But uh, I don't, I'm... I'm just sort of baseline watching the show from scratch. I really like all of the performers on that show. And yeah, it's I, a solid really, cast. I really like the uh, actors or the, um, that <laughs> I like the way that they act at the documentary in the documentary style, mm-hmm. similar to parks, parks and recreation, except it's actually a documentary. Yes. Which, and you get that closure, which you never do in Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, yes. I loved that. I loved that. So maybe I did love something. That there they all go. got to get together. And then the, and fans of these, I mean, yeah. real life people who were, yeah. Yeah. Pam did a nice little speech. That was really, made me, made me sniffle a little bit. It was like, oh... Um, and you're making me want to watch the finale again. I might do that while I finish up here. Um, she loves her husband so much. She does. I mean, who wouldn't? All right. Well, my, I are you also ready just to love listen? John Krasinski. Oh, yeah, yes, that's true. I am ready to listen. Okay, let's. Well, then, shall we? Let's take my hand. Okay. All I, right. Let's. I've got it. Let's tune in. Hello, this is Maya, and you're listening to Maya Splaining. 
Today's guest is from my sister cast, Plantiful Kitchen, which is a really neat plant-based diet podcast. This is Courtney Crary. Courtney is a New York-based performer, teacher, and food blogger. She is a wife, sister, daughter, pet mother, and super cool cool person to hang out with. Honestly, I wish I uh, could hang out with her more. She's fucking hilarious. I'd like to thank Courtney for agreeing to podcast with me, and I suppose for the opportunity to watch The Office, which, as usual, I have never had any drive to watch at all, ever. But I did it last night. Courtney, welcome to the pod and say hi to the people. Hi, Maya. Thank you for that lovely introduction. I'm really excited to be here and talk about The Office, which I can't believe you've never you've never watched. I just, I can't, I'm so, I feel so lucky that I get to be the one to talk about The Office with you. I have to say, honestly, I, after watching the first and the last episode, I was sort of surprised that I never watched it, but I think I did not watch it because when The Office came out, it was uh, during my elitist period Mm. where I had seen the British one. Oh, okay. Uh And this is just some like cheap, gross American copy, and I won't watch it. And then I just didn't. Like after that, like I said that, and then I grew out of that phase of my life, and then I just never really took the time. Yeah, I it's mean, a lot it is. Of show. It is. It's a big time commitment to watch the whole thing. Although it also isn't because I thought maybe these episodes were like an hour long. Oh, and this is gonna be no. Ugh. A thing. No, not at all. The last episode is pretty long, but the rest yes. of them were like 23 minutes or something. The last three episodes were like between 40 and 50 minutes, which I thought was interesting. Mm. And then, yeah, generally 23 minutes on, on Netflix. Yeah. And so you watched it. Oh, yes. Many a and time. It was... Uh, I, I will say, wow watching just the first and the last episode last night I'm very worried that you hate it (laughs) because the first season in particular is just not it's it's not a good representation of the second season and beyond they change a lot when the second season starts so uh, I'm worried you're not gonna like it but It was very fun for me to revisit it. The Office is one of those shows that when I was in college, it was just constantly on at my house, always on in the background. If I was like cooking, doing homework, whatever, my roommate and I I always had The Office on. So it's one of my faves. Yeah. Well, I'm going to save. I'm going to save my opinion. Okay. Now, uh, I did want to mention that you have a new podcast. Yes. On the Secret Weapon Network. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about your podcast? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I think we launched ours a 
about the same time. I think mine came out like mm-hmm. two weeks after yours, although yours was longer so. in the making. Yes. So my uh, my friend Kevin and I are both we're both vegans. He went vegan last summer and I've been vegan for like three years now. But we have like very different approaches to what we eat. So Kevin is uh, he loves to bake. He loves making things that taste really amazing and are more, um, I guess, closer approximations to what you would get on a standard diet. And I come at things from uh, like more of the health perspective and um i try to eat whole plants instead of like refined or processed things so my the way i cook and the things i eat are really different from the things he cooks and he eats but at the end of the day they're all they are plant-based and i think that makes for a fun dichotomy between the two of us so absolutely yeah we just talk about cooking Well, that's all we talk about is, I love is cooking. cooking. Too. So it's actually, it's fun to listen to. And sometimes I'm just like, I want to know more about the parsnips because <laughs> I mean, well, you and I both grew up in Montana and mm-hmm. parsnips were not a general regular part of our diet. I yeah. never saw a parsnip at a grocery store yeah. until like recently right. in Missoula. Yeah. I know, and, and I like, like sunchokes too. I have no idea what sunchokes are. Yeah, that's another cool perspective Kevin brings. Is he just knows a little bit more about produce, and yeah, it's fun to hear about cool. like foods I've never gotten to try. It's exciting. We always try uh, at, at, in my household. We always try to we just eat like what's in season. Yeah, um, I mean we do canned beans. I and this is something that we discovered and that we just know that uh canned garbanzo beans work better <laughs> to make hummus with i found <laughs> than uh making them in like the instant pot we have from two. dry yes yeah we have two instant pots and it's just a fucking pain in the ass honestly because you'd have to but yeah well you have to you have to have one for rice mm-hmm. if you're making a curry yeah mm-hmm. you have one for rice and the one for the actual curry itself I I mean, I totally agree with you. If I had more cupboard space, I would buy another Instant Pot in a heartbeat. They're pretty great. Yeah. It is pretty great to have two in the house. I'm a little jealous. You make make a really awesome potato salad in an Instant Pot. Ooh, that is my favorite thing to cook in an Instant Pot is just potatoes, like steamed or pressure cooked. It's so much faster. Unlike like baking them or in the microwave, they always come out perfectly done and there's moisture in them and they're so good. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'll eat later. Oh, I just started thinking of, there was food that was made last night. And it was really good. And I'm like, ooh. And, and any kind of curry is always good the second day. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to it. It's got lots of uh, root vegetables in it. So it's some turnips Yum. and some things. And I'm, I'm excited. I love it. That sounds good. It also has chicken in it, but I mean, we can't be perfect. <laughs> is it okay that I'm drinking tea on this podcast or should I set this aside? I'm worried I'm going to oh. be like making gulping sounds that Adair has to edit out. Sorry, Adair. Um, I'm also drinking out of my, my Pinkie Pie mug. It's cute. I, I just lean my head away when I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that. Adair and I have gotten pretty good at drinking while we're recording. Uh, you would have to, yeah. So we're like, oh yeah, no, we got this. So 
Do you want to hear what my Maya spleen is? Yes. On the office. Yeah, please. I'm okay. I'm scared though. I'm scared and intrigued, but mostly scared. It's pretty long, and I do <laughs> want to go ahead and add a little little thing beforehand. Okay. I thought that the whole like shooting it like it's a documentary mm-hmm. was like a gimmick, mm. like how sometimes, uh, like how how Parks and Rec. Yeah, or did. Modern Family. Or Modern Family. Like I didn't think that it was actually real. Uh huh. Again, this was before I saw anything, and then. I mean, literally in the first minute of the show, I'm like, oh, it's a real documentary. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Which is neat. Um, Okay. So The Office is a show about a documentary at a company that sells paper products called Dunder Mifflin. The manager of regional sales is named Michael Scott, and he is an awful man. I really hate him a lot. (laughs) Michael breaks a lot of HR rules and is so awkward, it makes my skin crawl. I think he keeps on being a jerk throughout the series with bits of time where he does really nice things so we don't totally hate him forever. He gets married and has children and leaves the show. Maybe he's promoted? Uh, Pam is the receptionist, and she is very nice and has a good sense of humor, but kind of lets people walk all over her. She low-key gets hers sometimes, but I really feel bad for her. I think she figures it out with a few mistakes on the way. She gets to become an artist. She has two cute kids. Jim is a guy who has no real passion for his job, but also doesn't seem to hate it completely. He is in love with Pam. According to the last episode, it takes him and Pam four years to get together. But when they do, they love each other forever and get married and have babies. I like Jim's pranks. They are funny, and I think he keeps doing those, like throughout the whole series. Pam is engaged to an asshole named Roy in the first episode. Uh, this does not last. I don't think she ever marries him, but I think she stays with him for way too long. Uh, Dwight is the assistant to the manager of regional sales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he keeps saying he's the assistant manager, but he's not. And he's a real weirdo with no sense of humor. What I mean is he seems to not understand what human humor is. He has a lot of ambition and gets promoted. After Catherine Tate leaves, I assume, which is after Michael leaves. Uh, Anyway, Dwight gets married to the blonde accountant lady whose name I didn't catch. Uh, She seems to have tempered him slightly. He is still, like, a lot, though. (laughs) Uh, There is a temp whose name, again, I didn't catch, uh, who is having a very uncomfortable first day in that first episode. (laughs) It starts with an R. He stays around and hooks up with Mindy Kaling. Which is cool. Uh, I have no clue how or who she is, but I know she works in the office and married a very handsome pediatrician. Uh, many of the office characters in the first episode don't get a lot of screen time, so I don't know their names. I caught the names Phyllis, Stanley, and Kevin. They seem like they were fun people. There are a lot of characters that seem very interesting that I didn't get to know. Hannah from corporate seemed like she hated being in that office. I think that she came back a few times. Maybe there's a story there. Also, they all became PBS famous, which isn't real famous, but it's (laughs) close. I guess it ran on public television for nine years. That's crazy. And that's what The Office is about. Oh, also the fact that Dwight is or was a volunteer sheriff's deputy, I find very frightening. (laughs) Just very frightening. Uh, So how'd I do? Honestly, uh, really good. 
Very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. You caught on. You caught uh, a lot of a lot of details that I don't think uh, most people would have noticed. But yeah, good job. Um, the that's why I was saying like the first season is so drastically different from the second. Like in, I'm sure you noticed in the first episode, Mindy's character Kelly is kind of waifish and she doesn't say much she's not funny like she doesn't have much of a personality she's in the first episode yeah <laughs> i missed her i think she is um, i completely missed her but but there were a lot of people in that office yes by the second season though her character totally changes she becomes really feisty and funny and obnoxious and a gossip and she wears these ridiculous outfits and so she all of their characters really, really change in the second season. So it would actually be interesting for you to go back and watch the first episode of the second season just to compare. Like, uh, you didn't see much of Phyllis and Stanley and Kevin, um, but you do, like, their personalities totally change in season two. So Kevin starts out as being, like, kind of a muddled personality like, and then he just becomes a straight up idiot. Yeah, none of them are defined. They're not defined well in the first season, and by season two, they all are much more distinct. And sure. the same thing goes for Michael, where like in season one, he is super awkward and horrible, and you kind of hate him. And I think that's like their attempt to mimic the British version. Yeah. Um, but by season two, Michael is tempered down a little bit and um you don't he's still awkward and cringy but you root for him whereas in the first season you're like this guy needs to go away you know yeah he came up with the that's what she said jokes that's where that's <laughs> that's what she said came from yeah i i i the only reason why i caught that was in the very last episode at dwight's wedding uh-huh. and he's like i didn't think you'd come and he said that's what she said yeah. and i was like Oh, okay. That's where that's from. Yeah. Oh, whoa! A bird just ran into my window. Uh oh. That's. I'm sorry, Adair, if that picks up. Uh, <laughs> that was weird. I mean, I, I, I really find it strange that this show has uh, really permeated like popular culture, mm-hmm. and I knew absolutely nothing about it. I'm I mean, I knew, shocked by that, too. I knew the actors. Yeah. Some, uh, many of them. A good portion of them I knew. I was like, oh. And again, I, since, since I can't do any research, it really bugs me uh-huh. when there's a bunch of characters whose names I don't remember. Or, or they just don't say. What is, what is Dwight's wife's name? Angela. Again? Angela. Okay. Angela. And he's Dwight Shoot. Shroot. Shoot. Shroot. Yes. Shroot. And comes from a weird, like, sort of Amishy German uh-huh. family. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. It's amazing how much of that you can pick up on in just two episodes. Well, it made it's me crazy. think about your wedding. Oh, did it? And and how, like, not funny that would have been. <laughs> but also, like, <laughs> like pretty funny. Uh, if you had been kidnapped. And- yeah, right. Stuck in Dan the had trunk to find of a you car. And pay for your- I would have been screwed. He was too drunk to go drive and find me somewhere. Oh God, no! I fell down a 
like a mountainous hill. <laughs> and I lost my phone. And Austin and Adair found it. Oh, wow. It was, it was a good time. I bought a very expensive large bottle of tequila for that. For that woodsy <laughs> party. Oh, good times. And then I woke up perfectly fine in the morning and made breakfast for all those guys. I'm glad you did. It sounded like they really needed it and that I refused to clean. Well, you know, thankfully they were like, oh, we got the cleaning. And I was like, good, because I wasn't going to do it. (laughs) Good. They needed to step up and be involved. Uh, I think a couple of guys did help towards the end and help, like, get everything set up. Uh, But I was like, I'm hungry. And Adair bought a ton of food. Mm -hmm. She did buy too much food. Well, thank you to both of you. Five years later. Five oh and a half gosh. years later. Well, and what's really amazing is just the switch in your diets, too. I know. That time. I know. I, Crazy. I bacon and eggs and potatoes. I mean, you do potatoes, but because, my God, if you had to give up potatoes. If you found out potatoes were an animal. <laughs> they just have tiny little legs. Yeah. <laughs> They're like moles. They just live in the dirt. and Yeah. I would swim through with their little legs. I would just like be like like a pescatarian, uh-huh. but like with potatoes. Make the exception. I'd be for like, potatoes. I don't eat any other animals uh, um, except I do eat potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, never gonna give that up. I know. If I um, could go back and redo our wedding day, it would be a lot. It would be a lot different than what it was. You can redo it. Okay, great. Who says you can't? You know what? You're right. I'm going to go to my dad, ask to pay for another wedding. I want another wedding because mine wasn't perfect and I deserve perfection. I deserve a redo. (laughs) I know he would tell me to fuck up. Uh, You know, and frankly, as he should. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That would be allowed. You know what? You just are going to, whenever you have a daughter, Mm -hmm. You're just going to have to force your desires onto her way. That's what I'm planning on doing. Yeah. Because that's what any good mother does. Right. I'm going to throw my weight around. Well, you know, honey, I really think it would be really great if you did all of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Mom, She'll hate me. you're married on the moon. No, that's not I'm happening. Gonna... You're getting married at the lake where your father and I got married. And you're going to have carrots in your bouquet. It will be beautiful. <gasps> That would be so... I know, right? I kind of like that. (sighs) I know. I would have had herbs, carrots, and artichokes in my bouquet with some flowers, too. But Mm -hmm. it would have been really funny. Why not? When my bridesmaids get hungry, everybody have a snack of my bouquet. Maybe you could put like a a dip cup in the center. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. (laughs) I just have a Tupperware in the pocket of my dress. Pull it out. Get some hummus. Vegan ranch. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. Anyway, oh so what uh, What else do we talk oh about now? <laughs> oh, no, sorry. <laughs> I'm just thinking like vegan, like you pulling vegan ranch, a bottle of vegan ranch <laughs> out and just taking a bite of your bouquet. That'd be great. Hidden well, Valley. Okay. I turn it upside down and then I just pour a line down the middle of a carrot. Yeah, just. Yeah. I do. I do. <laughs> Sorry, I'm hungry. Famished. <laughs> okay, so now we have come to the time of the show. Yeah. I call five questions to clear things up. Okay, this great. This is the time of the show 
where the splainer me mm-hmm. gets to ask the guesspert you five questions. Okay. And five questions only to clear up any and all confusion. Okay. Uh, warning, this may cause further confusion. Okay. I've been warned. Um, so my first question is, how much time does it take from when Pam, Jim and Pam get together to when they get married? Because I know it takes four years for them to get together. Mm-hmm. Is it sort of a whirlwind after that? Or is it just like another long few years? Okay, yeah. I did not come prepared with exact seasons for this. So I apologize. Like um, it wasn't a whirlwind. I will say I remember that. Like they, so she's with Roy, I think for three seasons because it's clear that Jim and Pam have been working together for one year before they start filming. So Holy I, fuck. yeah. So I think she's with Roy for three more years, clearly in love with Jim. And then a lot of drama happens and like Jim gets transferred to another office because he finally confesses his love to Pam and she doesn't say it back. And so he he transfers to a different office and then he starts dating somebody else. So when all of that is finally resolved and they finally go out on a date, I believe there's at least a season, maybe two before they actually get married so it's not that's really not quick yeah that's it seems not, like a not... normal relationship oh good yeah good 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 okay because i was really i was hoping that it wasn't like some torturous long thing where they're gonna get married and then, and then they break up them... and then no it's not like yeah. that it seems very normal like they finally get together they work through some stuff they're very happy he proposes they get married they have a couple normal of yeah okay um. Oh, also, real quick, J- uh, uh, John Krasinski mm-hmm. definitely got hotter. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like a fine wine. Mm-hmm. Really yep. aged. Well. He found his uh, face. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> he had like just this round young face. Uh huh. And the like mushroom Dan. hair. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of Dan and um when when he was like first in college. Uh huh. Yeah. Good times. Uh Okay. Number two, who is Ed Helms's character? He seems like maybe he used to be an asshole. Okay, yes, that is Andy Bernard. And you know how I said that Jim leaves the office and goes to a different branch, a different office in the company? Right. So that's where we meet Andy Bernard. Andy works at that office. So, oh. yeah, he ends up being transferred to Scranton with Jim and Jim's girlfriend and everyone else who works in that branch because that branch is closed. So the company... Oh, that's the one that gets downsized. Um, I don't... It's not the same downsize they're talking about in season one, but it is like a... It's a financial thing. They have to like close one of the branches. So, right. so yes, uh, that branch is closed. Everyone is transferred to Scranton and that's where... Um, Andy meets up with Pam and, and Michael in the gang. And yeah, Andy is a, a big asshole. He has anger management issues that actually... Okay, so Jim is a prankster. Mm-hmm. And Jim is so annoyed with Andy when they are transferred back to Scranton that uh, he starts pranking Andy. And he oh. takes a prank 
way too far and Andy gets so mad that he punches a wall and he has to go to anger management training, anger management issues. So that's a that's a big part of his character story is like he. Yeah, he has to kind of figure out how to uh, not be such an asshole anymore. He seems well, because I thought he seemed so soft and wise by and, by the last and, episode yeah and i was like oh that was probably in some sort of arc because yes yeah for sure because nobody ends that way uh-huh. unless they were not great yeah right yeah uh so Poor Andy. <laughs> who does uh who does ellie kemper play um i know her from unbreakable kimmy of schmidt of course and, and i think that i feel like maybe that's why all you guys were like really into the Unbreakable mm-hmm, Kimmy Schmidt mm-hmm. to begin with was because she was yes, on that. Yes, yeah, good call. So Pam eventually is transferred into sales. So she gets oh. to quit being receptionist. She becomes a salesperson. And that's when Ellie Kemper's character, Erin, is hired as the new receptionist. She's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> she plays I... that very well in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and The Office. Yeah, she plays just this dumb very well. Na- naivete. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I did get a little teary eyed, legit. Yeah, when she found her parents. I know what a fun surprise to happen that, like, in the very last episode. That stare back and forth, and everyone's getting it, and she's like real slow, and then she does, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. That's yeah. Usually- I do sometimes I have the ability to like know that something is sweet <laughs> and, and cry worthy. I don't. And if I had watched the whole thing, I probably would have sobbed. Right. I don't know if you place. picked up on um, the look that Phyllis gives the camera after Aaron realizes that's her mom. Um, but there's a, there's a pan on Phyllis's face because we know through most of the series that Aaron was um if she doesn't know who her birth mom is and Phyllis it turns out I I can't remember for sure but I think Phyllis gave a baby up for adoption <gasps> when she was younger so they think maybe Phyllis might be Aaron's mom they find out that she's not but Phyllis becomes like a maternal figure for Aaron okay. and they have this like special mother-daughter relationship and um yeah it's kind of a a bittersweet like moment Phyllis. for her to find like her real Phyllis. mom. Aww, yeah. She's so sweet. Um, so did I miss a... This is my fourth question. Okay. Uh, did I miss a lot of characters? Like, just not even see them? Like, just a ton of them? <sighs> hmm. You missed Holly, who is pretty central. Um, And you missed... Gabe who's like the HR guy for a while. Yeah, you missed some, but honestly most of them you most of them you saw in either the oh, first good. or the last episode. Why not? That's that's good cuz I just I felt like well there were um you know shots from previous episodes in in the last episode when they're like reminiscing uh-huh. and I was like I who is that? Who is that? Yeah. Now, what actually happened? Fifth question, what happened okay. to Michael Scott? 
Also, uh, when I was writing this, I almost typed Adam Scott and I had to scroll up in my in my little writings to figure out what his name was because it's not Adam Scott. Adam Scott is a comedian, actor from Parks and Rec, etc. Uh, but yeah, like what happens to him? Why does he actually leave the show? Okay, so in real life, um, Steve Carell only signed a contract for seven seasons. And he decided to leave after the seventh season. Uh, But in the context of the show, Michael falls in love with Holly, who is she is briefly uh, the HR person for the office. Um, And Holly decides that she is going to move to Denver because her father is getting really old and she just wants to be there for her parents. So she decides to move to Denver and Michael decides he has to move with her. He's not going to let her go. So, yeah, they move to Denver together. I don't know what job he does when he gets there, but it's it's very... Um, it's really hard to like watch him leave and say goodbye to the, goodbye to all of his... The people have become like his family at the office. Um, And that's why that moment when he's back in the final episode is so powerful. Nobody knew it was coming. He hadn't been on for what? There are nine seasons of the office. So yeah, he'd been completely gone for two of them and he just shows up "Ah, at the end for Dwight's wedding. I might cry while I talk about this. This show. Mm -hmm. I, I really enjoyed the nice pranks. Yeah. Because it did make me go, aw, Jim, Jim really does like Dwight. Yeah. I mean, he's totally willing to call Dwight out on his shit. Yes. But I think that he really loves him. Yeah. He's like an annoying brother. Uh-huh. Not that either of us would know anything about that because <laughs> our brothers are great. <laughs> now they never are. Never annoying. Never. Never uh, at one point were they annoying. Nope. Not in their whole little brother life. <laughs> oh. uh, so, okay, now I would like you to state a very brief case on why this show deserves to be watched by me. Okay. Or not, if you don't think I should watch it. This is where I might start crying, so I'm oh. sorry. Okay, I think that The Office does a really good job of portraying just how mundane life can be like mm-hmm. it's it's like you said it's a show about people who work at a paper company what could be more boring and mundane than that but in that setting they show how capable of change and growth adults are and it's like i i grew up watching this show while i was in high school it was really popular. And um, now watching it as an adult and kind of feeling that, like, how boring adulthood can be, it's yes. really beautiful to watch a show about people who are pretty much stuck, or to them, they feel stuck. And yet you see them over these nine seasons grow and change and become better, deeper people and some of them like do get to 
they do accomplish the things that they want to and and some of them don't but all of them become better people and i think i think that's really rare to see like in such a boring setting to see people become them their best selves so that's um, why i would recommend it <laughs> so I'm going to tell you what my decision is. Okay. <laughs> this is my decision about whether or not I'm going to give it a chance and, and why or why not. And I got to say that uh, I I watched the first episode. And so for me, um, awkwardness is like, um, it gives me like a, a, a horror movie sort of reaction <laughs> like i have to cover up my eyes uh-huh. and I'm like, oh god no, yeah. no no don't do it don't do it shut up stop saying that um it, maybe it's because i'm a uh occasionally very awkward person and i'm just like oh you fool <laughs> everyone's everyone's gonna hate you um so i did find there's lots of that in this show yes but also i found that uh um in that first episode i i could kind of tell that michael's uber awkwardness was heightened yeah um uh because he made pam cry like that was so fucked up and i'm like why are you not fired right that would get any boss fired period like absolutely but not in this universe and so i'm like well that can't last a boss like that cannot last in the show mm-hmm. so i knew that it wasn't going to be like that for the whole show i really like pam yeah i liked watching her find herself mm-hmm. like even from the first to the last episode when she was still sort of making that journey yeah and i really liked that and i i i like that jim is the jim does the big gestures and she is the one that keeps things together. Mm-hmm. And um, and she isn't the big gesture person. And so, like, people were kind of shitting on her a little bit about, like, how Jim's the perfect guy. Right. And, like, I would not have said, I would not have believed that even from the first to the last episode that Jim was the perfect guy. Mm-hmm. He's got his issues. Um, but they all have issues. And so I have to say, it, the episodes are only 23 minutes long. I could watch this entire series on like a sick day, probably. <laughs> I um I liked it. I did like it. Surprisingly. Okay, okay. I was very surprised because I was like, uh, I don't I don't know. Ugh. Especially after the those first few minutes, I was like, oh, I don't know about this. I know. I know. Um I mean and it was like watching people that you know mm-hmm. that's what it felt like yeah like we've all had that friend that is in a relationship with someone that it served its purpose it's not that like oh my god you guys are the worst for each other it's just like you should not be together anymore yeah and this is very obvious but you don't you can't really say anything and you just have to wait for them to figure it out mm-hmm. and sometimes that takes a lot longer than you would like mm-hmm and we've we've all had that job where it's yes. so it's so mind numbingly boring that you have to figure out how to stay sane day in and day out. I learned how to make wontons. 
I, I worked on <laughs> my work time. That's a, so I made like a bunch of wontons and I brought them to work for like a, a tea meeting. Now, here's the funny thing. I worked at 4.30 in the morning. Ugh, bless. Like from, I worked from like 4.30 until like 3.30. Uh-huh. And um, so I stayed up late making food because I needed something that was exciting. Yeah. Uh, I got into a fight with Bagels on Broadway because... I went to Bagels on Broadway and they closed early, which they're not supposed to do. And I said, yeah, I just need to like just grab some everythings and this kind of cream cheese. And they refused to sell me anything. Oh, no. And then offered to give me shitty day old bagels. And I um, and I was like, uh, this is not OK. <laughs> and I went home. I was like, no, I don't want that. And I went home. And I, uh, you know, pulled on my best Karen mask and I called the owner. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> and I got a free dozen donut, uh, do- donuts, dozen bagels and cream cheese. It was awesome. Score. Yeah. Well, here's the weird thing is that I was knocking on the door for like 15 minutes. And then they open the door and they're like, we're closed. It's like after six. And I said, yeah, but I got here before six. <laughs> And your door was locked. Also, she saw me. She looked right at me and I pointed to some girl who like ducked in the back. Oh, no. It was really, really funny. Oh, no. Um, I don't I don't really do that much anymore. But like you have to do wild ass things to keep that excitement. Yeah. Because work is just work. Right. It was nice to see. Also, it was nice to see Jim uh, going f- towards something that he was passionate about or that he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I think that that was really important because it didn't seem like, I liked what he said that he like really didn't like that job. Yeah. But he owed everything that he had in his life to that job. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's really lovely. Yeah. It is really lovely. So yeah, I think I'll watch it. I'm probably not going to like binge it. Fair. I'll probably do what I did like with Parenthood, which is like I watched the the see I just watched it until I was tired of it, mm-hmm. uh, and then I put it away, mm-hmm. and I'll come back to it. Yeah, um, I think it'll be a lot easier to blow through this show though, just because they're twenty three minutes. Right. Each. Well, um, I hope that when you watch the second season, you will text me and tell me what you think. I'm, it is stark. I'm excited to get jokes. <laughs> yeah. I really feel like there's jokes I'm gonna get. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, that's why people say that. Right. Yeah, it I is no so cl- steeply like entrenched in our culture. That's yeah, and so well, I guess congratulations, Courtney. <gasps> uh this is the second show that I actually liked. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah, like, liked enough to watch. I mean, like, I liked Pushing Daisies, but, like, not enough to watch it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so relieved. Like, I am over here sweating. I don't know why I'm so invested in you liking this show, but I didn't, I don't think I realized how much it, how, like, what a big part of my life it's been until I, like, rewatched it. So, you know what? Thank you for letting me be on the show and talk about this. It like I learned I, something. I learned something valuable. 
I'm amazed because I do have to say that very honestly, I thought this show was going to be a piece of shit. <laughs> you know, I have a, a like a different sensibility than I did when I watched the British office. Mm-hmm. And I'd like think back and I'm like, I don't think it was actually that good. Mm. And so I was like, well, if I don't think that the British office was actually that good, I might like really hate this. One. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes sometimes america knocks it out of the park Mm -hmm. they also knocked it out of the park with the uh american version of being human versus the british one Hmm. um so i mean so it's possible we could do it sometimes (laughs) go usa uh (laughs) go america so do you have any plugs any plugs you would like or things you want people to to know or to do okay to know or to do. Well, first of all, go back and rewatch The Office while it's still on Netflix. If you put it away for a while. Um, you forget how much you love it if you used to love it. More personally, if um if anyone is I don't know, if anyone's interested in cooking more plant foods, you can find my recipes at notlikemama.com. Or on Instagram at not like mama. I also have a TikTok now, which I don't know how to use. <laughs> I have that too. Do and you? I don't know how to use oh it. my gosh, I'm gonna friend you because I don't have any friends <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> I don't know what it's for, but I it's have fun it. though. I like watching it. I've made like two videos that have been very poorly received on TikTok. <laughs> I think it's meant to be lighthearted and funny and not like professional. It's just. It's just fun. I don't know how to do that. Like that that uh, started with that other thing that made the short, tiny videos. Yeah. What was that called? Did um, it start with a V? I know what you're talking. Tell, nope. Guys, get at me on my socials on what that other yeah. thing was called. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Sorry, never mind. You don't have to get back on me. Get back to me. Fine. Fine. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if you uh, are interested in eating more plants, you can listen to my and Kevin's podcast, which is called Plantiful Kitchen. Oh, I wanted to commend you. I um, listened to your podcast with Cameron, and I didn't realize how heavily I would be featured as starving to death (laughs) when (laughs) Yellowstone erupts. So... That was fun to think about. But also, it was really easy to find your podcast. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. All you have to do is type in your name and it pops right up. How rare is that? Nice. Well, it is helpful because my name is, yeah, my name is the podcast. Now, I do have to say that you probably, you guys might be okay because you can always can. That's true. And I do have Um, a lot, a lot of beans. So we can survive as long as those beans last. And beans are... Extremely versatile and very delicious. I I agree with you on the whole on the whole bean the bean thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. But good. once those are gone, and, I don't know, man. And they're not all the same, guys. Different beans taste different. I know it's fun. It's crazy. Uh, so I would like to say, everybody, uh, just go ahead and I uh, hit me up on my socials at my explaining on Twitter and Instagram. Please download subscribe and share with your friends and i just want to thank you so much thank you thank you thank you for listening okay bye-bye bye
a Secret Weapon production. A Secret Weapon production.